All right, hey, we uh, may not have a lot of Canadians out uh, traveling the globe doing races, but uh, we certainly have one who is putting in enough miles for everybody. Uh, I've got Shelby Turner here again on the line. Shelby, thanks for chatting with us again. Yeah, thanks for having me back on the show. It's starting to feel like a weekly thing. <laughs> hey, hey, you're almost the only Canadian out there doing stuff. We got we to gotta get you while we can. <laughs> well, that's all right. I guess, I guess I'm staying busy for everyone, so... Yeah, now we're gonna have to. I don't know if you've been keeping track of your miles, but man, you just uh, you were just in Louisiana for round two of the AMA National Enduro Championships, and I believe you won the first round there too. Did you not? Yeah, actually, uh, I won the first round back in February in uh, Sumter, South Carolina, and then uh, this weekend was actually round two, and we were down in Louisiana of all places. Man, okay. Now, we talked before, obviously, you're doing GNCC stuff, you're doing this National Enduro, you're doing some hard Enduro, extreme hard... I, I can't even keep up with all these different Enduro series. Yeah, there's uh, there's kind of three down here going on. So, I've been doing a lot of the GNCCs, but um, there's going to be some conflicts um, later in the year. So, I kind of always knew that I wouldn't be able to chase the entire series. So, I've just been doing as many as I could. And uh, the National Enduro series... Um, well, I won the first round in Sumter, so I figured I should probably go down and see if I can't make it, you know, two wins in a row down in Louisiana. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, so we've been kind of doing those two series at the moment and then the extreme enduro just kind of started up. So that's where I'll be heading, uh, next weekend is to an extreme enduro. So, okay. So is there one now that, uh, well, spoiler alert, you just won again in the, at the Cajun enduro there in Louisiana for the national enduro series. Um, the fact that you've gone one one does that tempt you to finish out this particular series? Yeah, it definitely is some good motivation to to chase this one. I'm I'm gonna try as hard as I can actually now to try and hit all of the rounds for the national enduro. I didn't really expect to do um, that well at round one, and then I didn't really expect to do that well this last weekend. So, I mean, I I knew I know I have the speed and I'm I'm fast at that kind of stuff, but. Um, these girls have been doing enduros forever and that this last weekend was like my third ever. So, and, uh, I, I kind of got a little fortunate with the weather. It, uh, on Thursday or Friday, when we showed up there that evening, they got three and a half inches of rain hmm. and it just absolutely flooded the place. So, um, it was extremely wet and just, just a mud bog and, uh, coming from, I like to call it the muskeg of Alberta growing up. I kind of, I kind of just didn't necessarily go as fast as I could, but just really tried to make really, really smart line choices so that I wouldn't get stuck in the mud. My, my brother grew up growing up. My brother taught me that, you know, getting stuck in the mud and, and having to stop is the absolute worst thing on, on earth. So I just didn't want to get stuck. That was my goal for the day was if I can get through this whole race without, you know, getting stuck in the mud that's going to be a win for me anyways. And then it ended up, I ended up winning by over four minutes because I seemed to be the only one in the women's pro class that didn't get stuck in the mud. So uh, I, I posted the uh, kind of the write up there from the, from the series website in our Monday morning coffee. And it, uh, it looked like, yes, there was at least a uh, Gouda. She actually got what, like stuck like four minutes. And I thought it said that you did get stuck too, or did you not at all? No, I never, I never got stuck. So the first test we went out, and it was really, really slippery and just like, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's like really skinny trails. Like it's tight. 
one line and like the ground underneath was really soft and I was on row 18 which is pretty high up and I was like oh man like this is gonna get brutal so I just really I just I just kind of sat back and paid a lot of attention to where I was going and making sure that you know I wasn't necessarily following the beaten trail because you'd be going around along you come around like a blind corner and then it would just be like a like a three-foot bottomless hole and people (laughs) were just buried up to the swing arm just sitting there and like so I just, I was really smart. And then on test two, it was actually really, really muddy. And I, I slowed down a little bit just to make sure that I wasn't riding down the main lines, you know, and I've just paid a lot of attention to where people were getting stuck and just made sure that I a had enough speed or B took a better line. And that seemed to really pay off. And then once, once I knew I had five minutes at that point, you're like, okay, well now I just can't get stuck in the rest of the two tests, you know? So it was a matter of that. It just calmed myself down and just made sure I rode smart and consistent for the next two tests. So, Okay. Now, uh, you're doing so many different, uh, you know, variations of these races. Uh, explain what the, the format for the National Enduro. Now, when you go to these different events, are these all the similar formats? I know we talked about this before, but uh, what was this weekend all about? You mentioned the different tests and uh, the stages. How does it work? Yeah, so it actually works more like a six-day. Um, so... You you go out, you're assigned a minute in a row, depending on how you finished um, at the National Enduro round one. So since I won, I was the lead row for Women's Elite. So I was row 18, and Rachel was actually, she finished second, so she was row 19 right behind me. Mm-hmm. And and you drive along, um, like, basically quad trails. They're pretty easy. There'll be, like, a mile. And then you'll come to, like, a start of a test, and you'll wait there for your minute. And as soon as your minute comes up, there's five or six guys on my minute. And when your minute comes up, you go, and then your time's between point A to point B on that section, and that's where you get all your times through throughout the day. Okay. So, so it's kind of like it kind of works more on like a six-day format, or similar to how the corduroy enduro works for us up in Canada. Okay. Now, how many of these tests and things were there? How long was this event? Um. So I think my total test time for yesterday was ninety minutes. Um. I know they had to cut out one test for everybody so we were supposed to have five tests and then the pro guys do six but we ended up doing four tests and the pro did five because i guess one of the tests was just really really bad so they took it out and then i think they shortened um some of the tests up too so i think they were like six seven miles versus nine or ten miles so okay all right now now i've driven through louisiana a few times and it's basically at sea level and it's you know swampland and stuff like that what, what was the actual course like even I mean, even without the rain, is it was it kind of dry? Would it have been dry, dusty kind of stuff, or is it swampy kind of area you were in? Yeah, the, that forest that we were in there was it's, it's rather swampy, kind of wet, <laughs> marshy area as it is. Um, it's super sandy, which helps uh, just for, for drying time and stuff. But I think I think to see a dusty day probably there this time of year would be a little tough. I know Thorne was saying that in the past it's always been a little wet, but it hasn't been that wet in a, in a few years. It was literally just like there were some spots you'd be going along and it'd look good and it was just bottomless. You know, you'd sink right down to the pegs and you'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, I, I couldn't imagine. Like, I was row 18, so I was pretty high up. I was within like the first 50 people through. If you were in that 35-plus that rows, man, that would have been awful. I don't know how they were getting through. Oh, wow. Now, was this, was this a case where you'd get to a section and there'd be like a, a lineup or a traffic jam kind of thing too, or no? Um, no, not, not on the course. Um, 
it's kind of wide enough. And then the mud holes, I mean, there are people obviously stuck kind of everywhere. So you just kind of went around them more or less. But when you come into a test section, there's always a bottleneck of people waiting for their minutes to, to come through. It's actually a really fun format. You just hang out, do your test. You get Once you get done, you have usually 15, 20 minutes before your next, next test. So you uh, go back, you know, you can get some snacks or some food, fill up with gas, chit-chat about your, your ride, and you get your helmet back on, you go and do your next test. And it's kind of fun format. It's, it's really chill compared to, like, how the GNCC is and stuff like that. And it's kind of awesome, too. Like, no one sees the course before you go out there. So there's no there's no pit walking, no pre-riding of the course, nothing. So you have no idea where you're going. You just line up and you just start following arrows blind. So. Ah, okay. See, there's something I wasn't uh, familiar with. Now, now, on those breaks, you clean up your bike, change your gear and everything as well? No, I mean, I don't quite have enough time for that. I usually just worry about getting water in me and eating a sandwich, but I guess I guess if you were really uh diehard you could you would have enough time to change your gear and and wash your bike, I guess. But uh <laughs> Yeah, that didn't I know stuff. I was cleaning my radio I was cleaning my rad fins out um between test two and three. Uh, I had a lot of mud and stuff and my fan on my bike because I was running the three hundred, I have a fan on it. The fan was running pretty pretty steadily hmm. i mean it was humid it was like 30 degrees and then it felt like 100 percent humidity to us wow. so it was hot and you're going through all that mud and stuff so my bike was getting warm so i took the time between test two and three to you know stop and clean out my rads and stuff just so that i didn't want it getting hotter than it had to and i had some time to do it so okay yeah i was gonna i was gonna say too that uh Enduro racing and GNCC stuff, that's probably the only racing, well, aside maybe mud bog racing, where the promoters and things actually are happy to see rain and wet because it just makes it so much more, uh, <laughs> I don't know, makes the video highlights better, I guess. Yeah, the highlights <laughs> for this one were great. I, I saw some stuff on Facebook and I was like, oh man, like it literally would look like flat dry ground and somebody's buried up to the fender, you know? <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So you came out, you got the win. You've gone one, one in this one now. And I just spoke to you. You're not in Louisiana now. You're actually already up in Indiana. What, uh, what gives? Yeah, we, uh, we, we got done pretty early yesterday cause they cut the test short and stuff. And we started driving last night and, uh, the people we were driving with was uh, factory beta and they're like, Oh, we're going all the way back up to Indiana tonight. And we start, we weren't really planning on doing that, but then, I mean, we were Thorn got tired about an hour and a half out, so it, it, it was, like, pointless for us to stop at that point. So we ended up driving all the way through. So we're back in Indiana now. Um, GNCC next weekend is Ironman in Indiana, so uh, that's where he'll be going. And then uh, I'm heading, actually, to the Iowan Hardenboro in Iowa. So it's just kind of nice to get back up here and regroup versus hanging around farther south than we had to, so. Okay, so yeah, Thorne, how did he do? I thought I saw his name up there in the results too. He had a pretty good weekend, did he not, in Louisiana? Uh, he wasn't super happy. Oh, yeah. Um he he was seventh. Uh he had a little bit of bike issues. It wasn't running quite the way he was hoping, and then with the added mud and heat, it just he was, he didn't have the, the best day, but he actually finished this one, so that's better than his first round. So um it's a step in the right direction. Hopefully hopefully you get things uh, ready and rolling for the Ironman this next weekend because he's coming off of a third place um, at the Tiger Run, actually. So he was, we were pretty excited about that. In the world of GNCC and, and racing, a third a podium at an XC2 event is pretty, 
pretty awesome. So he's been working hard to get there. So hopefully next weekend he can run run up high again and hopefully put it on the block one more time. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so you're going to be in Iowa doing the hard enduro. Now, how many how many hard enduros have you done this season? I've um, only done one. I did the Texas Rev Limiter. I think that was last time we talked because after right. Texas. And uh, I'm going to try and do all the east east rounds here. So um, just do as many of those as I can. It's a little bit different format in Iowa, and I've never I've never rode up there, so it, it'll be fun. Should be interesting to say the least. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Well, be sure to say hello to Teddy Mayer for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is he from that way? Yeah, he's from Fort Dodge, Iowa. Nice. <laughs> I think that's where he's from. Anyway, he's from out there somewhere. Okay, well, um, okay, so, I mean, we talk about this all the time. I guess things maybe are kind of in the air a little bit up here with our schedule and stuff like that. So, with that in mind, what's what does your schedule look like for the rest? I mean, how much more crisscrossing do we have for you? Um, I'll be down here um, kind of as long as possible until um, the Canadian motocross stuff happens. We're pretty well steady racing every weekend, something. So that's good. That's kind of what I was hoping to do. Um, you know, racing full time now, it's just, it's nice to just be racing. So it's getting, it's getting to the point where it's like, man, I hope I have a weekend off soon. And it's, we have one, I think in two weeks, we'll get the weekend off to kind of regroup and then back full, full throttle through May. And then we'll see, we'll see what happens in June. Hopefully um, the Canadian women's national goes and then you'll see me back up in Canada. But if not, I might be down here a little bit longer. So. Okay. How many of the uh, more GNCC rounds do you think you'll be able to hit? Um, I'm not really 100% sure. I haven't seen the Enduro Cross schedule, and typically that schedule runs pretty heavy in the fall. So um, anything that kind of stretches into October, November um, kind of doesn't really work out so well. Um, because I, I, I will go to the Enduro Cross. So. How many, how, like many enduro, how many enduro cross championships do you have? I have four, four and enduro cross championships. And then last year I was pretty close on getting an amateur title as well. So <laughs> I got ended up second overall. So I'm going to try and do that. And that's just my favorite style of racing. Uh, I really like enduro cross just in general. It's kind of a mix of everything I like. It's, you know, you get the speed and the quickness of motocross, and then you get the extreme technical aspect of of the off-roads, it's kind of almost like I was made to, to race in the road cross. So. Man, how, how many other people are doing like five different series down there? Are other people doing this as well? Uh, yeah, well, I'm not, not really doing five, but um, Rachel <laughs> Gudish does a ton of different series and races and Thorne does a lot of different series and races. Um, I, it's kind of like what they do down here. Each of, it kind of seems like all the, the factory riders are contracted to two series. And those two series basically take up majority of the weekends, which is something that we don't really see in Canada because we don't start racing until May, it seems like in Alberta, and then we're done by September. So you don't really get that, uh, the, like that overlap that they do here. Like they start in February and they go straight through until November. Wow. So it's, it's just, it's just how busy the off-road schedule is. It's not really just me. It's literally just how the racing is down here. It's, it's completely different than what we see up in Canada. Right. Yeah. I guess they can avoid the snow down there. Yeah. Like they have no snow to worry about. They don't, <laughs> I mean, they, everyone and all the local, like we had two weekends off and Thorne went and did two local races. So he hasn't even stopped racing essentially since February or when they started up in February. So he's, it's just how, it's just how they, how they do it. And 
all, all the races here pay pay some kind of contingency or money. So it's it's if you're you know a pro rider, you can go to a local event, makes a couple hundred bucks, pretty easy. So that's what a lot of them do. Well, I was going to ask you that. How about uh, you know you won an AMA you know national enduro round? How is it uh, money wise for you? Uh it's all right. Uh, I do pretty good. The the promoter payout's not not bad, and um, just everyone helped me out. That that goes a long ways with being able to stay down here and keep doing what I love to do. So it's been pretty good so far this year. Um, as long as you're winning, things are better. <laughs> 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 so the sixth place that I keep getting at GNCCs is getting kind of annoying. That's why I kind of was like, well, I can go to the the Mary and the group at the Harden Duro have really put together uh, a good women's pro purse for that extreme okay. racing. So it's kind of like a no brainer to go there and make some money, get on the podium, and then you know sixth place at GNCC doesn't really do a whole lot for me except for make me faster in general, but. Okay. Well, hey, okay. Last thing um, with you guys doing two different races this weekend, who's going with you to Iowa and how are you getting there? Uh, Yeah, I actually, we met some people when we were out in California and then they actually live really close to Thorne. It's um, the Delulos, uh, the Delulo race team, uh, Ryder LeBlanc and Chuck and Shelly Delulo. They've been helping me out get to those extreme, extreme rounds, which has been, you know, awesome. They were super great uh, going down to Texas and then um, they'll, they'll, I'll jump in with them and head out to Iowa with them. So they've been, uh, it's been awesome being able to just jump in and ride with them and they're going anyway. So they, and they have the room. So yeah, big shout out to them. They've been awesome. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's fun. It's always fun to talk to you here with, uh, I mean, like I say, you're doing so many different similar, but different, uh, types of, uh, disciplines in the off-road world. So it's kind of always kind of fun to hear what, uh, what you were up to and how the different formats work and stuff. So, Hey, um, I mean, you're putting in so many miles. Be careful on your driving, obviously, safe travels. And, uh, man, good luck this weekend. And, well, maybe we'll talk to you again. Go go uh, bust out another win, and we'll talk to you next week. Now you don't have to you don't have to win. We'll still talk yeah. to you. <laughs> we'll still talk, eh? <laughs> yeah. But uh, thanks, Shelby. Yeah, good luck. Sure. Who, who would you like to thank? And we'll let you get going here. Yeah, I'd like to thank, you know, KTM and FXR. They've they've been awesome. Uh, Blood, Blood Racing Lubricants, Atlas, um, M7, Funnel Web Filters. Um, FMF, uh, DA8 training, tire balls. Um, you know, my parents have been awesome from a distance. They've been chasing around and following me and, you know, making sure that I'm, I'm good to go and ready to race. So big thanks to them. Um, 60 helmets, XC gear, CPI, MV distributions, um, OGO, and just, you know, everyone back home that keeps, keeps uh, sending me positive vibes on Instagram and checking in to make sure I'm doing good. And, uh, yeah, just thanks to everyone. All right. Well, again, like I say, good luck this weekend. Have some fun and uh, leave your phone on. We'll, uh, maybe we'll catch up again next week. Awesome. Thanks, Billy. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.